Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF. You know this is your hometown radio station right there in Madison and North Florida. And we also know and I, that this broadcast is streaming live uh, over the World Wide Web to anywhere in the United States of America, anywhere in any nation in the world that anyone is connected to the World Wide Web. We're especially glad to be bringing you a, a brand new year of teachings here on, on WMAF, and we're glad to be part of a great company of ministers of the gospel who are publishing God's uh, message of love and grace uh, to all of the world. We are especially glad to be part, as I said, of the broadcast family. We're so glad that you have become part of the listening family right here on WMAF. There are fellow ministers who minister from the Word of God every Sunday in local churches right there in Madison and North Florida, and I know that they would be so happy if you would come and sit with the saints and grow together and receive the encouragement, the enlightenment, the instruction from God's Word that will help you face whatever you have to face this coming year with peace and and joy and, and optimism in your heart. God has a good plan for you and me today. Plans of good and not evil, praise God. Amen. And we just want you to enter in to that blessing of the Lord in spite of living in a faulty body and a fallen world. Uh, it, you have a faithful Father. Glory be to God. Well, we have a great message today for from God's Word, a great teaching. We're going to be talking in just a few moments about the threefold blessing of being in God's kingdom. The threefold blessing of being in God's kingdom. So this is an important message, and I believe it's vital to victory in your life. If you find out where you stand, where you, where you, the standing you have with God, if you know where you stand, <laughs> you can stand no matter what you have to face. And we just want you to be encouraged in Him today. God loves you so very much. If you're not a Christian today, uh, you can change kings uh, before this broadcast is over, and you can change kingdoms the moment that you do that. And everything that we're going to talk about in terms of blessing from the Lord can become your your blessings, uh, uh, blessings that this world can't take from you. Hallelujah. Blessings that uh, will outlast this world as it is today, uh, and, and blessings that are eternal and everlasting. So please stay tuned and join us in this Bible study today on the threefold blessing of being in God's kingdom. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 through 14. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 through 14. Listen to this very carefully. It says, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, 
in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. I'm going to go back to verse 13 and read it again. It said, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? Maybe this would be a good place and a good opportunity to define the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. They're actually one in the same. Kingdom literally means the rule and the domain of a king. It's that area where a king rules with undisputed authority, with absolute undisputed authority. That, therefore, becomes his kingdom. And before you were saved, the Bible said before I was saved, before anyone is saved from their sins, we are of our father the devil, and his works we would do. The Bible speaks of Satan as as that entity, that that uh, that prince of darkness who who uh, works now in the children, that spirit that works in the children of disobedience. He is influencing every person who is adamantly a disobedient to God, who will not come to Christ, who will not bow to God. That's because his king is a king of rebellion, a king that promotes rebellion in the hearts of those who are covered in his dark deception. Make no mistake about it, friend. When you change kings, you change kingdoms. Praise God. Because Jesus, when Jesus becomes the Lord of your life, God becomes your king. Hallelujah. Amen. He brings you out of the rule of that king of darkness, and he brings you into the rule of this marvelous kingdom of light. Praise God. Amen. And the moment that you obtain reconciliation with God, he doesn't leave you enslaved to the devil. He doesn't leave you in his dark prison house. He brings you out into a kingdom of love, a kingdom of light, and a kingdom of blessing. Praise God. So the righteous person, therefore, stands in a privileged place, producing a precious peace, resulting in spiritual joy. I want to say that again today. The righteous person made right because his sins have been forgiven. The blood of Christ has cleansed him. This person who is reconciled unto God by receiving Jesus Christ as their Savior stands in a privileged place, producing a precious peace, resulting in spiritual joy. And here's that threefold blessing of being in God's kingdom. Romans chapter 14 And verse 17, listen to it carefully. The kingdom of God is not meat and it is not drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. I want to make a statement about righteousness as we begin this threefold blessing that we're going to look into today, that every Christian is a participant in. There's a boldness in this privileged place. You know, Proverbs 28 and verse 1 said, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, 
but the righteous are bold as a lion. I want to read that again. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Friend of mine, we have a standing with God. We are His children, the sheep of His pasture and the people of His hand, the Scriptures declare. God is with us and God is for us. You don't have to be strong in yourself, nor adequate, nor resilient in yourself. You have a privilege standing with God. And God will deliver when we call upon His name and God will provide and God will protect those that are part of His kingdom. Gladys Alward, missionary to China, more than 50 years ago was forced to flee when the Japanese invaded Yangqing. But she could not leave her work behind. With only one assistant, she led more than a hundred orphans over the mountains toward free China. In their book, The Hidden Price of Greatness, Ray Besson and Renelda Mack uh, tell what happened. Listen to what they said. During Gladys's harrowing journey out of war-torn Yangqing, she grappled with despair as never before. After passing a sleepless night, she faced the morning with no hope of reaching safety. A 13-year-old girl in the group reminded her, of their much-loved story of Moses and the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. But I am not Moses, Gladys cried in desperation. Of course you aren't, the girl said, but Jehovah is still God. (laughs) When Gladys and the orphans made it through, they proved once again that no matter how inadequate we may feel, God is still God. I want to read that again. No matter how inadequate we feel, God is still God, and we can trust in Him. Hallelujah. Our trust in ourselves, friend, uh, is not what we need to focus on today. Faith in our faith can fail us if our faith wavers. But faith in our God will never fail us because God is eternally faithful. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalm 112 and verse 8 says, uh, His heart is established, speaking of a righteous man. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. His heart is established. That word establish means to lean or to lay upon, to rest upon, to lean against. I'm so glad my faith is in God's faithfulness. Praise God. I'm so glad that I can lean upon Him. I can look to Him in the day of trouble. When my faith may be shaken, His faithfulness still rests upon me, and it rests upon you. You have changed kings, and make no mistake about it, when you come to Christ, and you bow to God, and not to the devil, you are in a different kingdom. You're translated out of the kingdom of darkness, and into the the power of that kingdom, the influence of that kingdom, into the kingdom of Jesus Christ, and the kingdom of God. This is the heart firmly established in trust. 
leaning on God for support, in full confidence in His love and His faithfulness. Hallelujah. The songwriter so eloquently wrote, We've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. Trusting in His holy word, He's never failed us yet. Oh, oh, I won't turn back. I've come this far by faith. Hallelujah. Remember the song, What Have I to Dread? What Have I to Fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. Ah, friend, you know the Bible went on to say that underneath are the everlasting arms. It's God supporting us. God holding us up. It's God's power. God's strength. That's why it's God's armor that we put on when we go to stand firm against all of the wiles of the devil. It's not our armor. It's His armor. Not our righteousness. His righteousness. Not our truth. His truth. Praise God. God, amen. His peace is what establishes us. And that's what we're talking about today in this threefold blessing. It begins with a right standing with God. You know, the Bible summed it up in the New Covenant where Paul wrote and said these words, If God be for us, who can be against us? When God is the one supporting us, when God is the one forgiving us, when God is the one that accepts us in the Beloved, when in God's court we we are, are redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ and we stand acquitted of all of those sins of the past and we are reconciled unto Him who shall lay anything the Scripture said to the charge of God's elect, It is God that justifies. Yea, it is Christ that died and is risen again from the dead. Ah, oh, friend of mine, when you're saved, the blood of Jesus has cleansed you from those past sins and God brings you into His kingdom and into His royal family. Paul said, What more shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? The issue today is not how fierce or strong your enemy is. It's how faithful your God is, who has already defeated this foe. Hallelujah! In our behalf. I want to read an Old Testament scripture that applies to the Gentiles that would be brought into the kingdom of God in the new covenant. Listen to what it said. Isaiah 54, and I'm going to read uh, beginning with verse 11 down through verse 17. Listen to this. O thou afflicted and tossed with tempest and not comforted, Behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and thy foundations with sapphires. And I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. Thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. In this day of terrorist and terrorism, isn't it so good to know that there is a place of peace and safety in God's kingdom? Listen carefully. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. 
Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I've created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Didn't we, didn't we establish that when you change kings, you change kingdoms? Praise God. When you become a servant of the Lord instead of a slave of the devil, then you have a right standing with Him. Now I'm going to read that last part of verse 17. This is the heritage. This is your birthright. Listen. Of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. This is a God-granted right standing. And that's why the enemy cannot question it. The enemy cannot cannot in any way uh, cause us uh, to not uh, have that boldness and that confidence because their righteousness is of me. It's not our righteousness, Paul said in the New Covenant, but the righteousness which is of God through Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have a privileged standing. And God has a promised protection. And we need only to trust. I want to say that again very loud and very clear. We have a privileged standing. And God has promised protection. And we need only to trust in Him. See the progression from a privileged standing to a precious peace. From a privileged standing to a precious peace peace. Matthew Henry made a statement about this precious peace in God's kingdom. He said, peace is such a precious jewel that I would give anything for it but truth. Peace is such a precious jewel. I would give anything for it but truth. Let's back up and catch verse 7 through 10 here in Isaiah 54. Listen to this. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so I have sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills shall be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord, that hath mercy on thee. Glory be to God. Amen. Oh, I love that That. that promise of God. Hallelujah. He said, when you are reconciled to me, when you draw nigh to me, and I draw nigh to you, and I restore what, what, what the enemy has stolen from you, and what sin has taken from you, you don't have to fear any longer. You stand in a privileged place. 
Hallelujah. And you now have righteous, righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is kingdom peace, friend. This is warrior peace. This is resting peace. This is the peace that results from knowing where you stand with God and standing in your standing. Praise God. Look at this in Isaiah chapter 32 and verse 17 and 18. It says, And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. I want to read that again. And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. And verse 18 reads, And my people shall dwell in peaceable habitation, and in sure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. Praise God. Peace with God, therefore, brings the peace of God into our hearts and into our lives. Amen. Peace results from salvation according to Romans 5 and verse 1. It says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And when that peace occurs, it is a peace according to the Scripture that passes all understanding. It doesn't mean that, that our world is going to be a peaceable world or, or there's going to be peaceable circumstances surrounding our life, but we will have peace in our hearts. God doesn't always speak to the wind and waves to bring peace like He did when they were on the sea about to sink in that ship, but He will always speak peace to the storm that has been created in your heart and in your life. I, the Bible said in Isaiah 26 and verse 3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Because he trusteth in thee. You see, friend, today, if, if you have come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son. And you have peace with God. You have been reconciled unto Him. And that great gulf that sin and rebellion had, had created between you and your Creator that great gulf has been spanned when Jesus was suspended on that cross between heaven and earth. It's like He took the hand of God, whom we have sinned against, and we, whom God was angry with because of that sin, and He reconciled us. The Bible said it very clearly. One of my favorite New Covenant statements, the just has suffered for the unjust that He might bring us to God. Hallelujah! That He might bring us to God, reconcile us with God. And now, there, there is peace with God that produces the peace of 
God in our heart. Because when you know you are right with God, ah, I, I tell my congregation over and over and over again until I've got them trained to respond. And all I have to do when I'm preaching on being right with God is just stop and say, there's nothing wrong. And immediately the whole congregation without exception will respond with being, with getting right with God. With getting right with God. I don't know how repentance got such a negative spin put upon it that the message of getting right with God, coming to Christ as your Savior, repenting of your sins, became relegated into some old fire and brimstone preaching day. Ah, friend of mine, I want you to know there is fire and brimstone in that place where the wicked are going to be punished forever. And, and, uh, and we've come to a day when we, we, we don't want to, we're progressive and we, we have the emergent church and we have a modernized gospel that doesn't want to offend anyone. Ah, friend, it shouldn't offend you to know that you are a sinner and need to repent because the message is that if you do and receive Christ as your Savior, a great blessing occurs in your life that will last throughout all eternity, will, will change your destiny where you spend eternity. But right in the here and now, you begin to inherit peace and joy because you have a right standing with God and you can live your life in the face of the certainty that one day we're all going to die. But we're going to spend eternity somewhere. And you can have the certainty that you're going to spend it with God in a place that He has prepared. And that peace begins to rule and reign in your life. And you can have the peace of knowing that no matter what you face right here and now in your life, that God is for you and God is with you, and you can call upon Him in prayer, and God will help you, <laughs> and God will uphold you with the right hand of His righteousness, and no weapon that is formed against you will prosper, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And He said this, Their righteousness is of me, saith God. Friend, you can have that place, that standing, you can have this peace, and you can enter in to the joy of this reconciled relationship with God. Hallelujah. And and we don't have time to go any further and talk about that th third of the threefold blessing here today. But I want you to know that being right with God is is such a powerful, wonderful precious event. The day I came to Jesus Christ, my fear subsided. The day I came to Christ as my Savior, I found this precious peace coming over my mind and my heart and keeping me. And to this very day, that peace is ruling and that peace is reigning in my heart. And I wouldn't give anything in this entire world for this precious peace. And this precious knowledge that when I draw my last breath here, I will draw my next breath there in the presence of the Lord. And today I want to invite you, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, 
to repent of your sin. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us, there's none righteous, the scripture declares. No, not one. And all God is asking is that you repent of your sin and receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. So that he who is already holding the hand of God can just take hold of your hand and reconcile you to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the moment that you, that occurs, you will have this great sense of having peace with God. And the moment you have the sense of having peace with God, the peace of God will begin to rule and reign in your very heart and your very life. And I invite you today, with all the sincerity that I have in preaching this message today, no ulterior motive that, but that you might come to know Christ as your Savior, that you might enjoy and employ this peace right here and right now, that you might have the courage to live your life with an understanding that God is for you and God is going to hear you when you call upon Him and God is going to help you through every trial and every trouble and this peace is going to transcend all the troubled events that may occur and in your mind and in your heart it's settled you belong to God you're a child of the Most High God you've been translated out of the powers of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son well our time is gone today if you're a Christian stand firm in your standing with God And let His peace trust in Him. No matter what, God is for you. Who can be against you? Would you come back next week and let's talk about Jesus.